Hi, everybody. It's Miriam Goldberg, continuing the series on the six constant mitzvot and starting out with Ayla. Ribona Shalom, I entreat you dearly. Help all Yidin and among them me. I put my trust in none but you. I hope to no one but to you alone. My help will come from no one but you. Without your help, one cannot even step over the threshold of the door. Without your strength, one cannot even move. I rely on no one but you. Your mercy and kindness are without measure. We bonus only depend on you each and every moment, and every step we take and every move we make. When things are heaven forbid difficult and also when they go well. We bonus only I treat you dearly, help me guard my eyes and properly weigh my speech. Let my heart be bowed before you, may all my deeds be fitting and proper. So I'm very excited because we are finally moving into the second of the six constant mitzvahs. And the second mitzvah is the mitzvah of lo yihiyelachat, actually a lo and that is the second of panai. And the chinuch calls it, if we read it out from the chinuch, shalonamin elohus bilti Hashem levadu, not to believe in other gods, other than a Kodesh Baruch, lowercase g. And so I'd like to read out for a moment the definition of this mitzvah. We are not to believe in gods, lowercase g, other than Hashem himself. As the Torah states, you shall not have other gods in my presence. Ramban, Ramban excuse me, notes that one will never find scriptural mention of other gods in reference to making idols because the word other is inappropriate in the context of making gods, i.e., since we did not make the first god, how can we make others? Rather, the Torah prescribes belief in one's heart that other gods exist. So the Chinuch here is telling us something amazing. In essence, the Torah is telling us that the commandment is not to not create other gods, but rather not to believe in other gods apart from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so how does this apply to today's day and age? We know that it used to be there was a tremendous, tremendous Yetzahara for Avodah Zarah. How can we understand this? We really can't. We're so far removed from it, Baruch Hashem, that we cannot understand. It says that, I, I don't remember which Tana was, I think, revealed himself in the dream to someone and he, who had the same question. How could it be that you had Gedolim, you had Sadiqim, who had the Yetzahara for Avodah Zarah? And this Tanu who revealed himself to this great person who had this dream, and he said to him in the dream, you should just know that if you were in our generation before the Chazal abolished the Yetzirah Farah you too would be running, you would actually be lifting your coat to be able to run faster to worship Avodah So we really cannot understand of the, what Avodah was from that generation, from that day and age. And we know that because this was such a huge nisayon back in the day, we, um, we have to realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had, rach, had tremendous racham in Rankai as well, and therefore decided that he was going to allow the Chazal to abolish the Yetzahara for Avodah Zarah. And that's exactly what happened. So the, the Yetzahara for Avodah Zarah discontinued by Hashem, 
And we're glad that it did because we don't know really if they would be able to withstand that temptation that, that great and that big. So how does this apply to us? And where do we fall into this losase of the lo al panai? If really this is only referencing Hindiacho, if what our original understanding would have been referencing to idol worship. We know that nowadays, as we said, we really don't have idol worship anymore. So how do we apply this? And what is the Chazal trying to tell us? Because if we look throughout the Torah, there's really a lot of mention of not worshiping other gods. And we know that the Torah's messages are timely. So it can't be that the Torah is only alluding to the actual worshiping of bowing down to the Avodah Zarah. So the Chinuch explains very, very poignantly, and he says, if a person accepts one of the creations upon himself as a god, even if he believes that Hashem rules over that being in, it, in its power, he transgresses lo yelecha, which means to say that if we think to ourselves or if we attribute any koach that is happening in this world that is taking place to anyone other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in a sense, that is a lo yelecha. And the Muyilacha could be applied in so many different areas in so many different places. So the Muyilacha really prohibits us from placing our, our faith or our trust in any of Hashem's creations. And when I say Hashem's creations, it's not just that they used to bow down to the stars or to the moon or to the sun, and so therefore they were attributing koach to those creations and thinking that those creations were going to help them and assist them in the situations that they were being challenged with or that they were going to bring them forth shefa and blessing and wealth, etc. Rather, if we think about it in the terms of our day and age, it's attributing the koach perhaps to, a med- to medical personnel, maybe perhaps to a benefactor, and you name it. You can go on and on and think to yourself, who are the different creations which we might be attributing kochos to. And if we are doing that, if we are attributing koach to any creation, including human beings, that is really transgressing the luyelecha. So luyelecha really prohibits us from placing any faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creations, even if we recognize that they and the power they wield are subservient to him. So even if we know that really they're only a conduit, or, but we're still attributing the koach to them, that is also a transgression of la So this is really, really, really big. This is all of a sudden a totally new understanding of how to apply the la and we're going to see, hopefully, over the next week, how to practically apply this, or how to practically ensure that we are not transgressing the second of the constant mitzvot of the Luyelecha. So summing this up, we would have to know that we have the Yamuna, the Bitachon, that we acknowledge that Hashem is the only one, even though He does grant us a degree of power right, to carry out and to execute, but we have to know that that Koach that He is granting us is coming from Him, that it is not attributable any creation in this world, because no creation has any intrinsic koach on its own. Everything is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I'm going to stop here, and Merit Hashem, continue on Sunday. Everyone should have a good Shabbos. Good.